0: on cw contains adult language and discussions if you're easily offended do not continue to listen Because you can inspire I'm the future.
1: My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. Super cool. You people become a team. Hey, cuz. It's good to see you. This looks like a job for the both of us.
0: None of you Heroes. Legends. You have failed this city. Ah! Any preference on how you'd like to die? The
2: flame or the frost? Hello, hello and welcome. You're listening to DC on CW, the Flash Edition on Rain Man Digital. This is our first episode back for the new season uh, if you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rainman Digital app available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Just search Rainman Digital. And you can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching the same thing, DC on CW. And once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. I am your host, Lauren Alexander. I have with me in the studio today Bobby D. Hello, hello. And no Ryan Denton because he's off playing BB Wars.
3: Uh, yeah. He he likes to get shot in the face by men. He likes to
2: take shots from men.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, So, today we're going to be (laughs)
3: praying. He'll be back, though, we think. (laughs)
2: He'll be back.
3: Nobody ever dies from fake war.
2: Usually no one dies from fake war. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed. Just kidding. That's terrible. terrible. (laughs) Ryan's like a big brother to me. Um, Okay, today we're going to be breaking down and discussing The Flash Season 4, Episode 1, The Flash Reborn. Uh, Perry's brought out of the Speed Force to fight a new villain. Well, I mean, he was brought out of the Speed Force in general, but yeah. now he's gone all a beautiful mind on us. That was kind of weird. Mm, yeah, it was a little bit weird. Yeah,
3: yeah. Things have
2: been wrapping up, though, in these, yeah. in these premieres Let's, faster than I expected.
3: Yeah, make the shit quick.
2: Yeah, just <laughs> get through it, guys. Get through it.
3: I don't care what happened in the last season. Let's get back to the normal <laughs> stuff. Let's go.
2: All right. So before we get into the episode, we've got a little bit of news for Flash. Uh, One article is from MoviePilot.com. The Flash showrunner explains why the show abandoned speedster villains for season four. Now, I, for one, think that that is a good call. They were relying too heavily on speedster this, speedster that. And I think we were all bound to get pretty burnt out on it pretty soon.
3: Yeah, because how much faster can you go? (laughs) I mean, that's the goal. I mean, every every speedster. Fast, five
2: furious? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) all right turns
3: into fate
2: right all right so the flash showrunner todd helbing spoke to comicbook.com and he said i think having zoom and then followed up by savitar you know i can understand that feeling it's because trying to reinvent you know like a power for an evil speedster or what they can do we can't have it just who's faster for the entirety of a series
3: and they just left out reverse flash Forgetting that that was the first one they brought in.
2: Yeah, he's not important, I guess. Yeah,
3: they want you to forget. So Maybe they, can they, bring they him feel back betrayed
2: again. for him going over to the legends. Yeah, I could see that. You're not part of our family anymore.
3: How dare you go to our sister show? How Dare.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I honestly think that that's that's a good call. There's too many speedsters. Like, um, he he went on to say he started talking about different villains and things like that and he went on to say uh, but I mean there's certainly speedsters in the canon of Flash that we want to explore and we want on the show and everybody like reverse Flash to me personally is one of my favorite villains funny you didn't bring him up last quote Uh,
3: it's like like mentioning your favorite kid or all your kids and just forgetting (laughs) one but he's my favorite
2: so I'd love that guy to pop up now and then you know what I mean? But I think it was refreshing. And it's just been a lot of fun this year not having to constantly come up with new ideas of how a speedster could pose a threat to Barry. So it's fun. It's new. And it's a new challenge. But I think having speedsters in the mythology of the show is never going to change. Yeah. Well, it can't.
3: Yeah. Not when it's like the god of your show. Yeah. Um, And, and we, I, we've we kind of discussed this over the years of we've just watched them kind of piss away what are major characters in the comic books, you know, as part of this rogues gallery is, you know, villains of the week and they get taken off, you know, so we know there are people that can go head to head with Barry, you know, just from the history of the book, you know, other than Gorilla Grodd. I don't know who else they've kind of given that just that justice to, let's say, you know, yeah, I mean, as he far has as weaknesses. yeah, uh, as trying to contain him, or multiple people like the rogues gallery, you know, getting together and fighting them. Uh, it, it's it's nice. It'll be like you said. It's a good change of pace. We're not, we're not looking for how fast. You know, are you gonna speed hand them again? Are you gonna, you know, what are you gonna do this time? Type thing. So uh, maybe it'll open up for the writers, like, you know, to kind of come up with new ideas and, you know, especially with the thinker and how to be more psychological with it.
2: Totally. It's. I mean. <laughs> Really, he hit the nail on the head. We were going to be shoehorned into this pattern of he's got to fight speedsters and that's it. And it's just it's obnoxious. You know, it's it's fun for a couple seasons. And then eventually you want something different.
3: Yeah. And we, and we kind of understand with shows kind of getting their feet underneath them. It's let's not waste our time, you know, doing mirror master for a season because nobody really knows who he is we got to go reverse flash. We got to go zoom. We got to hit the heavies right off the bat. And I think now that they're established as a show, it's kind of good for them that they can branch out to these other villains.
2: Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. There's so many villains. Like there's so many villains for the flash. There's just no reason for us to not have them. Yeah. Um. There's so many other people that could pose a real threat. All right. So moving on, we have another from sci-fi. Uh, The Flash showrunner. Let's see. The Flash showrunner. That's like the thing that pops up on the tab for the article is just like that. But the title of the article is The Flash Adding DC Comics Villains, Kilgore, and Hazard for season three.
3: <laughs> Do you want me to go through it real quick?
2: No, I mean, I have oh, it. Okay. I mean, you can. Do you want to talk? No, no, you, can
3: you can go ahead. No, no, yeah, no You're no, way better than me.
2: No,
3: no. I'm just the pretty guy behind the mic. Uh
2: Not really. They talk about, thank you, like like an insult almost. Um, What? The Flash, you were like, I'm just the pretty guy behind the mic. Yeah. Uh, The Flash kicked off season four in style last night with a solid episode that introduced this season's main big bad, Clifford DeVoe, a.k.a. The Thinker. Uh, However, the fastest mind alive won't be the only villain making life complicated for Team Flash. While we already know that Battlestar Galactica's Katie Sackoff will show up in Central City as DC Comics villain Amunet Black, a.k.a. Blacksmith, Uh, she's going to be debuting in Episode 5, by the way. A recent interview with executive producer and showrunner Todd Helbing revealed two more baddies that will make their debut in Season 4. Uh, he confirmed that Kilgore and Hazard will also appear on the show, which we talked about Hazard. We definitely talked about that in our uh, preview show before the premieres yeah. happened. So if you haven't listened to that, give it a listen and let us know how off base we are once we get into the season <laughs> with <Yeah>. our predictions.
3: <laughs> I think we're already off.
2: I mean, a little bit.
3: But that's that's what we're kind of known for.
2: I mean, it's fine. Make, make
3: make good plans that it all go bad right Dude, off We the bat. got
2: blindsided in Legends. Oh yeah, we were off. We were way off base. Whatever. No regrets. Yeah. No regrets. Whatever. Um, or ragrats, if you will. But <laughs> so okay. Um, you get to see Kilgore show up, which is a lot of fun, as well as Eminet Black, played by Katie Sackhoff. You get to see Hazard, which is one of the lightest episodes in some regards that we've done, and the most fun power that a villain has. Hazard, real name Rebecca Becky Sharp, was a member of the Injustice Society who boasted psionic powers that she used with a special dice allowing her to alter probability the way she wants with either good or bad luck. I I mean, we already know a little bit about her, but if Mm. you didn't listen to that show, there you go. Yeah, Um,
3: if you hadn't listened to that show, go back and listen because the little bit (laughs) thing makes a lot of sense.
2: Alright, so Kilgore. Kilgore is weird. There's a percent symbol, like a percentage symbol in the name. So at first glance it's just like, oh, totally. How do I read that?
3: At first glance it looks like a rapper.
2: At first glance, yeah. Or like an EDM <laughs> DJ. Yes. Um so Kilgore is an electromechano organ organic life form who requires energy to survive. I mean so do we all, but uh Flash enemy, Justice League enemy, capable of taking over other machine systems and sometimes even controlling human hosts. Um, He's from, like, 1987, Volume 2 of The Flash. Way back. Yeah. But, I mean, he was originally introduced as an antagonist for Wally West. He's basically a sentient computer virus that consumed its own planet before blasting off into space and landing on Earth. Thanks, bro. Uh, He could only be seen by speedsters because it was slightly out of sync with Earth's vibrations. Which, you know, we've we've gotten to see a little bit about how, you know,
1: so
3: I,
2: things can be invisible to the human eye based wonder, on vibrations.
3: I wonder if this is, uh, let's say, I was writing the show.
2: Okay. I'll roll with we, it.
3: We've seen Barry kind of be crazy, you know, a little beautiful mindish, you know, mm-hmm. a little off. Could you imagine him being the only person, like, somehow Wally's gone, and him being the only person that sees this thing? going around and the rest of the team just being worried about him the whole time because the vibration being off, you know, until Cisco somehow vibes him, or, you know, I think that's how we're going to go with that episode, you know, play off the fact that people kind of think Barry's a little off. what you think?
2: I, yeah. Okay. Yes. Thinking that it's a remnant of his beautiful mind yeah. crap. Yeah. yeah
1: let it, Thinking, like,
2: you know, oh, there's something still a little quite, not right about you from your time in the Speed Force. Ex- really? Especially Are if he's, he's like a, com- okay? a
3: computer program and he looks like those symbols that he was writing all over the wall.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because we still don't know anything about those symbols. but nah. um, Yeah. So, I mean, he can hack into and control machines, human hosts. Um, I don't know. Do you think he's going to take over one of our characters? By the way, I don't know if anyone listening also listens to Supergirl and watches that show, but Maxwell Lord, whom we fondly refer to as Douche Lord, <laughs> uh, he was once one of the people that Kilgore like took over as a human host. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I do just, you think he's going to take over one of, one of our...
3: It would have to be somebody from Team Flash, because we don't ever get introduced to characters outside of it that we would recognize. Other than, like, some random cop that shows up at the police station.
2: Well, right. I mean, we get randos, though. We do get, like, random one-episode, two-episode characters. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not sure what they're going to do with it, but it does sound fun. And the fact that the showrunners are referring to it as one of, like, the most fun powers and things, there's there's a lot they can do there. Um, I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to see different villains, and, and I'm looking forward to everything that's going on with it. Um, let's talk about the premiere itself and the numbers. So season four premiere of The Flash performed significantly better than Supergirl, which is a bummer, um, in live and same-day same calculations. Um, it was watched by 2.8 million people, which is about a million more than Legends, which is on right after it. Yeah.
3: I mean, and Legends did better than Supergirl, so, yeah. you know, we we kind of talked in Legends um, that we thought maybe it was the help of the superhero show being in front of it and kind of carry over traffic, you know, and maybe that's it. If this was, you know, one of the highest rated, you know, premieres that they've had or, you know, the ratings were up for them, you know, the carryover could have been there for them to, you know, get that ratings boost, but
2: yeah, I mean honestly though too, you gotta think, um for me, if I didn't have these shows to record, I honestly might not even remember that the shows were airing this week or what a, day.
3: I honestly had to remind people at work. There, you know, I had people asking, like, hey, can you uh do something on Thursday or Friday? I'm like, nah, man, uh radio season started. What the fucking shows are coming back on? Like you know, people don't pay attention unless it shows up on a DVR or you get some kind of notification for it. Yeah. So it, it, that is you know the the weird thing about it. We don't always get the best promotion for all these things, and and you wonder well, and again. They
2: switch days all the time too. Like yeah. Every season.
3: And how many people just wait to binge watch it?
2: Well, especially now with the deal that they've done, where they've they've dropped off of Hulu. I've complained about this up. A, a, bunch but they've dropped off of hulu and they signed a deal with netflix saying yeah uh what is it a week after the finale Uh, or two so
3: the okay this is one of the stories i looked at today they already announced the premiere dates for netflix they're like
2: oh my god yeah
3: it was it was just i was like you know i go do my normal google search of you know flash news or whatever it is and it was like uh june 1st will be the premieres of the dc uh superhero shows on Netflix and I was like wow okay
2: are you kidding (laughs) yeah because
3: they've already you know calculated it all the way out so they made the announcement June 1st they will if you're a binge watcher that's where you can go
2: man come on guys you're just asking (laughs) for people to not watch your show live yeah I mean you know and I wouldn't have a problem either if they fixed their streaming service it's it's crap yeah you know, if I could actually if I could actually watch an episode in HD with no buffering problems, and I've done it in multiple places so it's not my connection, it's nothing like that. It's it's like connection to their server.
3: Yeah, and it's always the repeat of the same Jane the Virgin commercials 30 times. Yeah. You're like, Reduce like-
2: <laughs> the commercials to like a few so that I don't get burnt out and want to blow my brains out every time they come on. Maybe I'll actually watch the promos for your other shows. Yeah. You know, I just don't I don't agree with that. But um in any event, oh well. Here yeah. we are. <laughs> ratings. We kind of talked about how ratings might be kind of a dying thing anyway because it's not a good indication, but I mean Flash did pretty well. Yeah. I don't know how it did compared to Arrow, but it definitely did better than Legends and Supergirl.
3: Flash was number 1 out of all four shows.
2: Unsurprising. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're going to jump into our first break. And when we come back, we'll get into the episode. I'm
0: already helping a bunch of idiot do-gooders. Sorry, I'm up to my fuzzy hood and teamwork. DC on CW. Have you missed an episode of DC on CW? Catch up on all of our discussion from Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Just search DC on CW on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find it on the Rain Man Digital app. Just search Rain Man Digital from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. The show. It's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the slave master. goddammit no. All right. <laughs> Once again, will you allow? Because I, I don't, I don't want him to assault you. That's one thing I won't do in the show. I will whore you out, only if <laughs> that, you're willing. Can he just? I think of yourselves as you know that that girl that just comes off the bus stop in L. A. And she doesn't have a lot of money back in the 60s or 70s and she sees herself a nice young stud of a black man across the street these are the old days guys the okay. 70s and 60s, the days of pimping <laughs> and he treats her right takes her out to, to breakfast to Denny gives her coffee and a grand slam and he tells her he's going to make her a star and she feels comfortable and he slowly woos her not condoning this type of action I'm just saying that's what I'm like I'm not condoning it. It's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, but essentially, I'm the black stud of a man hanging out across the street trying to whore you guys out, uh-huh. making you guys feel comfortable. And each of us on the show is that girl that got off the bumps <laughs> in the wrong part yeah. of <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com.
2: Did you know that Rainman Digital now offers a premium service? That's right. Besides the weekly free broadcast, Rainman Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber, so it's easy. The premium service includes video content plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW, the important one, the important one, uh, Supernatural: The Crossroads, and more. So head over to patreoncom Digital and sign up today.
3: Yeah, like uh, we kind of pushed our shows. Me and Lauren have both been on Comic Book Chaos and uh, you know, then we do our, our show DC on CW Presents. So if you guys want to hear us talk about other DC content, go ahead and uh, go to patreon.com and give us some money.
1: What I feel like doing when I'm in...
0: This is Star Wars from the Butter Tinkerskissing. That operation. How do you feel about seeing a fight scene in a Star Wars movie that has nothing to do with Jedi, and it's between Finn and Captain Phasma? Do you think that's a good call? I think it is, because, like, here's the thing. We have to understand that they're trying to actually... Uh, promote that the universe is larger than what we thought. Right. When everyone was like saying, Oh, why is, why is Ben allowed to use a lightsaber? I'm like, going, well, Why can't he use a lightsaber? It's a tool. Yeah, but it's also a Jedi weapon. It's sacred. It's I, and if it he's not, sacred. And if he's not a Jedi, he shouldn't be wielding it. And that's how I feel as a Star but Wars nerd. He can still activate it and he can swing it like a bat. Yeah, guess what? I can also activate my dick and swing <laughs> at it like a bat. It doesn't <laughs> mean I'm going to go into battle with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for an excitingly good time also if you've missed our last show you can also find us on your stitcher app search back to take that is to your favorites thank you and we will see you very soon you're listening to Rainman digitals dc on cw
2: All right, guys we are back we're gonna jump right into the flash season 4 episode 1 finish line directed by glenn winter the story was by andrew kreisberg and the teleplay by todd helbing and eric wallace all right so it's been six months with no Barry, and iris is doing pretty well all things considered i think when we saw the previews for this upcoming season, we saw Iris kind of in a place of power within Team Flash and yeah. kind of in charge. Uh, we were like, all right, yeah, picking up the slack, taking charge, putting yourself into work.
3: Giving her something to yeah, focus on.
2: Yeah. Because um, the rest of the team isn't taking a break. They're still trying to rid the city of crime and take care of it, protect it. So, I mean, it looks like she's adjusted well. It looks like she's fine. But... Upon further inspection, upon further review, Iris hasn't quite adjusted as well as the rest of the team. Um, Cisco, Wally, and Joe are—they're teaming up on a regular basis, taking down metas. I think that's pretty cool. Watching Joe, like in the—you know, like
3: (laughs) okay, so (laughs) it just—it made me laugh. Like we watch Wally, you know. Run around real fast. We see Vibe or Cisco, you know, open his little portals and be able to jump block to block. Joe's just mobbing an SUV trying to chase them Hell all. Hell
2: yeah.
3: And he always seems to be there. So what's the point of having super speed?
2: Listen. <laughs>
3: I, I You're just, poking holes. Man. No, no, no. I just thought it was funny. It's like, yeah, Joe's keeping up with him. Look at him. Look
1: at him go. So.
3: Well,
2: and Cisco. Says his thing about like being out of breath. And being out of shape. Yeah. Right away comic relief. Oh
3: yeah. And and I, and I think that's what kind of helped us. Realize who was. Really kind of. Not getting over Barry. And who was kind of moving on with life. And understanding what was going on.
2: Well and that's hard too. Because you know they're all family. Whether yeah. they're related or not. Um, So it's. It almost feels wrong to say that they're getting over Barry.
1: But
3: yeah, but the yeah. grieving period, let's
1: say, is over.
2: I think there's a there was a clear difference too, um, in I don't know the way they're handling things and what they have going on for them. There's also like Iris wasn't really feeling like like Barry was ever going to come home. Yeah, and she was getting really depressed and she didn't really want to turn to anyone about it too much. Um, whereas Cisco, obviously he's been, we find out he's been working he's been this plotting, whole time. Yeah. yeah. He's been plotting. So I don't know. It's, it's tough. But and while I he, think, and
3: Wally's just this, you know, an Instagram whore and he wants yeah, to be in the spotlight and that's what I, he is now.
2: I think it's harder too for, for Iris having moved in with Barry and, you know, him proposing to her and everything. Yeah. It's way more evident in her daily life. In every moment of her life, that he's gone, yeah. She, yeah
3: she's going home and getting reminded she's going to work. Getting reminded she's sleeping
2: on the couch because she can't bring herself to sleep yeah, in the bed.
3: Pictures are all turned down. It's like that's some depressing shit.
2: Yeah, man, that'd be tough. Um, and she just, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't have anything else to really pour herself into. So she's just pushing everyone to do more and more. And you got to get everything. And it's kind of a parallel that we saw with with Supergirl's premiere. In a way. Yeah. You know, the same sort of thing where, you know, just the heroes, they have to be, they have to be the best. They're what's good about this city. And that's what we have to do to not think about depression. <laughs> yeah.
3: Not think about the the one that got away or is gone. Or yeah. Whatever you want to say.
2: Uh, So it's just, you know, nothing seems good enough and stuff like that. It, it's tough. It's tough. But the rest of the team is kind of uh, hanging on, even though she's being pretty harsh with them. Yeah. And she's actually kind of like she's pushing Wally.
3: Yeah, Wally wanted to go get what food?
2: Yeah, he's like, no, After I set up a running,
3: simulation. It's like, oh, just
2: work, 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 man. Cool. You know, cool so story. that's that's rough. Um, but so I want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk about the samurai that we the the samurai. Samuroid? yeah Samuroid that we run into and he, you know he demands the real Flash and that's what reveals Cisco. Um working on his plan you know he says well i have a way to bring barry back i've been working on it and i didn't want to say anything until i was sure um can we please talk about how uh wally speaks japanese
1: yeah
3: he
2: doesn't have a half bad accent for an american (laughs) either
3: Okay, so I didn't want to ruin it yesterday when we did our Legends show because I know you hadn't watched Flash yet because Thank you, you told me.
2: Appreciate you. And
3: when she he started speaking Japanese, all I was thinking, like, I wanted to bring it up in Legends because we had talked about, you know, with what's going on with Barry. Do we need multiple speedsters? could Wally be transitioned over to a Legends character? And then when he spoke Japanese, I was like, see, he could, they could do some kind of feudal Japan thing and have Wally run around speaking Japan. Oh, my God. Speaking Japan. Speaking Japan. Speaking Japan. Speaking
2: Japan. Yeah.
3: You know what I mean? Like, you could just see it, like, as a funny really? type thing with Ray and... You know, and Nate and all them just looking at him okay, like, what? Well, almost like Cisco did.
2: Especially, what was Wally's line where he was just like, I know things some, sometimes, or uh, like, yeah. I can do things sometimes.
3: Yes, that is one of those things I need to kind of pull for a drop for the show. <laughs> I because can do it, things sometimes. It, it, it's such a, I don't know, probably the best line he's ever said.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that know, was for, one of the most comedic things for Wally. I don't think he gets written a lot of the... uh actual comedic things no uh because it's what sterling gates that writes a lot of cisco's stuff yeah which is why it's so funny and amazing but i just yeah that was good no. can we have more of that wally forever please I think,
3: the funny thing is if you gave us that wally instead of whiny bitch wally a lot more people would like wally it would be more towards the comic book you i think know? he's
2: i think he's lightening up i think we're gonna see um even when Barry was lying in the bed later on in the episode, and he's like looking around the room, Wally just gives him one of these like almost forest gumpy waves. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like hi. Hey.
3: <laughs> and it, and, it, and if you follow him on Instagram, he's kind of like that in real life. So maybe they're trying to push more of that awkwardness. You I know. hope
2: they let him roll with that.
3: Yeah, because it yeah. Wo- it definitely works a lot better, and it's definitely a. Better Wally. It's not the one we were kind of dreading to see on the screen.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I loved it. So please, please give us more of like comic y comic relief, Wally. I'm into it. I think it would go really well paired with a nice glass of Cisco. Um, <laughs> I think it, I think it'd be a good thing. So, all right. Let's talk about the samurai though. I mean, he's weird. Have you ever seen that in the comics? No. Or anything like it? No. I mean, me either. It
3: was a, I thought it was a good mix of practical, you know, the practical suit with effects. And, you know, they didn't try to do anything too elaborate with them. And, you you know, they could have done like laser swords or, you know, something high tech that makes it look, you know, futuristic or whatever. But they kind of kept it simple. And you're like. You know, Cisco said it perfect. Well, what are you gonna do? You have a sword, and when it hits the ground, and Ooh, all the co- everything blows up, and everybody gets thrown back, you are like, "That was pretty fucking awesome." Yeah. So I I don't know if I was more disappointed that it was a robot at the end, or happy that it was a robot at the end, knowing that they could just create more of them.
2: I think I think they're good foot soldiers, and I I was really relieved to find out that it was a robot and not a human. Yeah, a robot robot samurai that it wasn't some
3: you know meta that got hit with the you know the the matter while working on a
2: i think it's so much cooler knowing that it's like a robotic samurai that is a foot soldier for someone else who is you know quite literally like the brains and that is his brawn yeah um
3: and and like i said the cool thing is they could always just keep bringing it back yeah there's no like oh that guy died they can make another one
2: Totally. It's really, really cool. Um, So let's hone in a little bit on on what that meant for everyone, which was, oh, crap, we got to try and get Barry back. Or maybe better phrased, hey, look at this convenient time to bring up that I've been working on how to get Barry back. <laughs> <laughs> and Iris is not into it, which was probably the most surprising thing of the episode.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: do you think I mean, she was scared to find out that maybe Barry wasn't alive anymore?
3: Wasn't alive anymore. Changed kind of like he did. You know, I could see many different things or worried that, like, it wouldn't work and yeah. that the speed force would just be an angry monster all over the city.
2: Well, that and, like, she's already trying to cope with him being gone. What if she gets her hopes up and then he's still gone or something worse happens? Yeah,
3: I you know? I definitely could.
2: What if the Speed Force gets angry and takes Wally too? You know, I think she's got so much. She still has more to lose. She's already lost, you know, her partner in life, and she has she has more to lose still to the Speed Force. So I I, I don't totally blame her. Yeah. Um, I I don't feel like it was out of the realm of possibility for her to feel that way and react that way. But it was still a little surprising. You know, I, she was. You can tell she's in a dark place because she was usually the one that was just like, no, everyone has to keep hoping and keep trying and keep doing stuff. And she was always that that pusher of like, keep believing. And now we're seeing Cisco be the believer when he's usually the one to give up. Yeah. So it was a it was a nice little turnabout there.
3: Again, it was. It was a one where you would question yourself, like you said. What else was there to risk if they're trying to pull him out? You know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It just surprised me by Iris. I just thought the way she would want him back. But, and again, maybe she's just following his last direction. You know, just keep running forward. Well, I think
2: it's a combo of that. Yeah. I think it's a combo of trying to respect what he asked her to do. And, you know, dep- depression and grieving and fear of things being worse than they already are. Um, fear of having any sort of hope just to be just to have it torn away from you again. Um, So, of course, though, you know, Cisco doesn't listen and goes off on his own, you know.
1: (laughs) okay, I'll just stop.
2: I'll just stop it. And we finally see Caitlin again. He finds Caitlin looking decidedly more edgy.
3: (laughs) Put ripped jeans on her and dark eye and I like
2: motorcycle jacket and a choker yeah. and a bra with little like strappies popping out the front. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No,
3: it definitely worked. I'm not going to uh, lie. Uh, this would be my se- second favorite look behind Killer Frost <laughs> for her.
1: So
2: God. Uh, So you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned something about the finishing the seed cannon.
1: That speed Oh, to be speed!
2: I was like, "What are you talking about?" Seed All right, cannon. so that's, scene. The, that's
1: the penis.
3: I was
2: like, "I don't know."
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they finished the seed cannon for Cisco.
2: Now Rose. he can he
3: can vibe sperm anywhere.
2: <laughs> he can just vibe his sperm at Gypsy from across dimensions.
3: Yeah, we're trying to have a kid. I need your help. <laughs>
2: okay, we're done. Uh, <laughs> um. He needs her help. I was like, what are you talking about? They need her help to finish the the canon. And of course, you know, after a little bit of convincing, she obliges. But she's mostly Caitlin again, which is almost concerning. And from a viewing standpoint, I was pretty cautious of like, is she going to turn? What's going to happen? Is she? And then there's like weird dudes at the bar. Who the fuck was that? I don't even like. uh.
3: Uh, Okay, so the bar kind of reminded me of the Supergirl alien bar. Yeah. And I was like, especially with the look of that guy, I was like, are you even human? What are you?
2: He's a meta of some sort, probably. But like. Who are you? Why? Why is this happening? Why is Caitlin working there? Who is this guy? Why is he watching their whole conversation?
3: Why is he so angry?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Why are you so mad, dude? Your one white eye looks kind of cool. Roll with it. (laughs) I'm getting so upset. It just I don't know. There's there's some weird stuff there. Yeah. Some weird weird stuff. Um she I mean she basically rejoins the team though and she quits that job and it's sketchy and uh she she looks like she's cured of Killer Frost. You know, she looks like she has gotten her powers under control. But when she does quit her job, we find out that's not really true. No. Uh, we're getting we're getting a real Jekyll and Hyde feel here because she is just, you know, the second she's triggered by some sort of violence or, you know, her being threatened. She goes frosty and pulls that that Hulk line. Uh, <laughs> Don't make me frosty. Yes. You wouldn't like me when I'm frosty.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez.
2: You know, I'm, I'm relieved that we're not just forgetting about one or the other. Yeah. Um, I'm relieved she's not just like, hey, oops, this is I'm me better. now and this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, I'm better. Or oops, I'm just not better and this is it. I, I don't know, man. It's, um, it's going to be interesting. And I hope it is a little more Jekyll and Heidi where like she, because once she turns, she, she can get control again. Yeah. But it's it's kind of hulky, kind of Jekyll and Hyde, and, and I'm okay with that.
1: It, I
3: can honestly say this is the first time with a Caitlyn storyline that I am kind of happy in the direction I can see it going. Yeah. Because we've always joked about she's always kind of fallen in love and fallen into tragedy, you know, and it's always been around not like her character, but her character in some kind of. Love triangle, or you know, somebody pursuing, her kind of oh, like God. Mike said, and falling either, on dick.
2: Yeah, and all of those guys that she's always with, they're always dying or lying to her and treating her poorly and kidnapping her. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's just she has not been treated the best out of all the characters.
1: Yeah.
3: And, um. And and I'm like I said, I'm I'm happy. I can see this story going on behind the scenes and her trying to control it, and then like Cisco recognizing it one day. You know and Working with her or, you know, she has something to do now other than just kind of be there. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, are we going to get more background on the bar and what's going on there? Hopefully is better. It, yeah. is it, And, you know, will the team kind of abandon the main storyline at one point during the season and help her out? You know, and I think that'll be a big step for her as a character in growing.
2: Well, and I want to point out that this is also, this is already Um, growth for her character because she she went from trying to completely ignore uh, her killer frost side she went from that just trying to suppress it forget it's there um, to now she is trying to live with it and actively control it not just suppress it completely and and ignore it and forget about it but, you know, be able to go back and forth and take control of herself and her situation and move forward as a stronger person with, you know, OK, a bit of a wild split personality situation. But, you know, she's able to, to regain her body back and her control over it.
3: Yeah. Uh. By the way, the special effect of her going from Killer Frost back to Caitlin, mm-hmm. I thought was on point.
1: Yeah,
3: it was. uh, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it. And I thought it was going to be one of those quick cutaways. And then all of a sudden the wigs off, you know, but they kind of, you know, melded the shots together to where it faded in and out. And I was like, all right, cool.
2: Yeah, they did a really good job with that. I hope that continues throughout the season.
3: That honestly surprised me, though. You know, there towards the end, I wasn't sure if we're going to get more on what was going on with her. And then when she snapped back, I was like, all right, cool. I can see what you're doing here. I I could work with that.
2: Yeah. I don't know how much we're going to get of it within the next few episodes, but we're definitely going to see more over the rest of the season.
3: We'll play that shit. Yeah, man. No hurry. i good with
2: it. All right. With that, we're going to jump into another break. And when we come back, we'll talk about all the other stuff, like that seed cannon. Seed cannon.
1: (laughs) We got a live read first, so...
2: Adam and Eve wants to give you more with free gifts. Go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. We're giving you 10 free gifts, a gift her, a gift for her and a gift for him, plus a special gift you and your partner will both like. A seed plus, cannon. <laughs> plus six full length adult DVDs and free shipping. So head over to adamandeve.com and enter offer code RAINMAN at checkout. And Get a seed cannon. Alrighty. Let's get into that seed cannon now. That's, we're cannon. not going to call it a speed cannon anymore. Nope. It is now forever a seed cannon, which is so gross. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after what seemed to be a failed attempt to get him from the Speed Force, Barry's finally back, but something's not right.
1: It's a different Barry again.
2: It is a different Barry yet again. Once again. um, You know, it's, I mean, it is, it is fun to watch them do that, though. It really is fun to watch them, like, actually play different versions of the characters that they normally play.
3: Honestly, I was sitting there and I'm watching him, like, draw on the board and, like, talking the kind of the, the gibberish, I guess you would yeah. call it. And I was thinking, man, how hard is it to, like, not, like, what symbols he's drawing. And did he have to remember a pattern or did they say draw whatever pattern because we hope that pattern gets, you know, decoded later on? You know, uh I just... I was watching them, and I was just like, I would fuck up and just be irritated, be like, I didn't mean to draw it like that, and just start erasing it, and then we'd screw up the whole scene.
2: <laughs> well, it's ruined. Oh, Move I drew on. A penis. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's—I don't know. This was—I was really impressed. It's um, it's hard to be upbeat and be like doodling and like repetitive. Uh, like, lines, yeah. you know, like that. It, it's kind of, that's a lot to to be in control of and be in character with for an actor. So that was pretty cool. But, I mean, oh, boy. Beautiful mind, Barry. I don't know. How long do you think we're going to see, like, lingering effects of this?
3: It's, I hope it's throughout the whole season. Yeah. I, I hope somehow, you know, he starts trying to write his name somehow.
2: And starts writing gibberish. She again. starts
3: writing the code again.
2: So, do you have any predictions about, you know, what you think this means?
3: We, we want to go there. Ready? Yeah, man. It's it's not Barry Allen from the Speed Force. Rutro. Yeah. The way. Okay. So they they did the test, and if I remember right, that yeah. red ball was supposed to replace him, right?
2: what if it is the speed force i'm sorry go on
3: no but i and just the way the thinker came in at the end and was kind of like i'm thinking and it looked like the plan was going in place it almost made me feel like he sent him back from some kind of future state because barry is faster than he's ever been he's healthier than he's ever been and the only way the speedsters have ever got faster is with through training and honing their skills and it you know getting and you know they made a big deal about you know he's faster than i ever was you know with wally and wally's always been the fastest speedster so the only thing i could think is that the thinker has some kind of plan and part of it was sending barry back from the future that's why he didn't return onto the runway he returned you know on you know smallville's farm
2: okay i want to i want to add on to what you're saying um so there's a couple other things one uh Barry when he's talking to iris he's talking about how um yeah, he's just super upbeat and he's talking about how like well all of my negative things in my past, my whole past, all my problems, all my worries, all my guilt i don't see any of that anymore. all I see is our future mm-hmm. all I see is is you in front of me and our future, and all of you know everything we have to look forward to, and then later later on, when they're like they're talking about how good of health he's in and everything like that and they ask well then how did you know where iris was And he just goes i don't know and leaves it at that yeah oh bob
1: i I mean
3: again my track record on these things aren't very good
2: totally my stories
3: are good (laughs) (laughs) uh but i i could see that happening just because it just it didn't it didn't jive to whatever was going on. And if the thinker is, you know, this character that <laughs> he's supposed it's, to be.
2: Even if it's not future Barry, though. You know?
3: Yeah. I just think that it has something to do with a bigger plan.
2: Totally. I, You know what? I didn't consider that it wasn't, like, Barry Barry, like 2017 Barry. But that's a good point. It might not be. um, You know, we... I don't know if... If anyone noticed, I certainly did. And Bob brought up an article um, that kind of proved what I already noticed in the episode. But a lot of his ramblings were lines from past episodes and other things like that. There were um, and you could see it in some of the characters' faces, too, when he would say specific things. you know, saying like Nora shouldn't be here, or like you said this city was safe, that there was no residual danger that was from the pilot, yeah, um it's just there's so many good things, I doubt restraint is how you got to be the man you are today, which was uh Harrison Wells version what Mach one, <laughs> 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 Eobard Thawne. yeah, um you know, and there's you know there's one he's talking to Oliver too, um you know some somewhere from when he was a kid defending his father saying you know he didn't do it there was another man there Um, I saw it and then there's you know there's the one with Oliver in the rooftop um, comforting his dying mother and like that one too you know there's just there's so many things Yeah. that that one you know where he's comforting his mother like and saying dad and I are both okay rough man and you can see that the people in his life know what he's referencing know what he's talking about and he's just running through all of these bits of his life you know like your honor i'm innocent i didn't kill anyone stuff like that it's it's ridiculous yeah
3: and then you know are are we really looking at the future barry when he's like you know we're gonna need more diapers yeah. Looking for kids and sh- shit like that with Iris in the future. And that goes back to the whole thing you just said about, you know, is he seeing his future?
2: Yeah, uh, I-, I don't know. I mean, oh God, it's so.
3: I-, I mean, it's so early to speculate after 42 minutes, but it- it's one of those ones where I feel pretty confident that that this isn't the Barry from the Speed Force.
2: Yeah, I think he's I think he's gaining all that knowledge very suddenly and running through it. And so he seems like he's going kind of crazy. Um you know the the judge thing alludes to like trial of the flash there was the we need we're going to need more diapers thing which is like i what even was that from do you know what that was from was,
1: uh, no
2: I, I think it's about their children
3: yeah I, I like i said i think it's a future state type thing
2: cuz oh. they cuz they um In a particular future, for him and Iris, they have Dawn and Dawn, which is just the dumbest. Uh, They have twins, like D-O-N and D-A-W-N. Yeah, I don't know. There's just, there's so much there. You know, there's there's also stuff about stars melting and stuff like that. And that we still kind of have to figure out. But it really seems like he's getting a, a crash course on Barry's life and memories, you know, from from A to B, A B being the What if the he's a point.
3: robot, too, and it was like a Terminator getting sent wah, wah, back? He showed, up, he, he showed up naked.
2: He did show up naked.
3: That's a Terminator thing.
2: That's uh, a Terminator thing. You're right. I don't know, man. There's something fishy. Something fishy about Barry. Um, we and don't, we and know. it's cool to have
3: a fishy thing that I'm not like, this is bullshit.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. But uh, we now know that Barry isn't able to be trusted though, because he's not in control of things and he was flying through the lab. You know, what was he trying to do? Was he trying to destroy the lab? Was he trying to just was he just going crazy? What was he doing?
3: That was a computer uploading his speed to him for the first time. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Right. I'm just going
3: to keep going with this theory. Now. <laughs> I've already switched my theories. It's uh, been 10 minutes. God. I got a new theory. Perfect. It's a, ter- it's a Terminator. <laughs> then to protect well, Sarah Connor.
2: God. But the thing that finally brings Barry back is Iris looking at him and going, you know what, if anything is going to bring him back and like snap him back to reality, it's going to be me being in danger because he will come for me. So, um, you know, she lets herself be taken by the samuroid And it snaps Barry out of his crazy, beautiful mind state when Papa Joe is just like, hey, iris is going to die like are you listening to me if you don't move iris is going to die um and lo and behold he knew right where to go and he knew about his new suit i mean granted cisco told him about his new suit but did he know where it was or like you know what i mean all sorts of things all sorts of loose ends here that they've strategically left untied Mm -hmm. um that final fight though that was really cool, so we're seeing Barry in the best state we've ever seen him before. We mentioned this earlier, but he is healthier than ever. He is faster than ever, he is more upbeat and positive than ever ever. He is like the ultimate Barry. Everything good about him is just amplified right now, yeah. and it's totally evidenced in in how he handles that fight with all like the wind turbines and stuff like the, it is it is absolutely wonderful. I thought it was really on point with the visual effects too.
3: Yeah. E- um, e- even like Iris strapped on like a friggin' baby on the back right? and everything He's,
2: else. Iris is the Yoda to the <laughs> yeah. samurai's Luke. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> I, I, it, everything was cool about it and again um, it was an impressive show of his speed and everything else.
2: Well and his, his tactics yes. as well. The way that the samurai got hit was because he ran up a falling, like, windmill thing and the, like, turbine part of it, the it was coming off and he gra- he jumps on him, grabs Iris and, like, shoves the samurai or whatever and then, like, the turbine comes and hits the samurai on its descent and smacks him away. Like, it was, what? How How is Barry even doing this? Yeah. Who even are you? Yeah. No, but really, who yeah. are you?
1: Yeah, who are you?
2: Who are you? What,
3: what's your model number?
2: <laughs> um but I mean, yeah, we're seeing we're seeing Barry like fucking 12.0 here. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just I don't know. But we finally I, I, I that was just a really good scene. I'm really stoked about it. I was really stoked to see awesome CG and and fight stuff in the first episode. But we get our first look at our big bad the thinker. And um, I don't know, man.
3: Did you expect them to be like a cybernetic?
2: No. Bean? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I think I'm also used to a lot of the masterminds that use muscle or like robots or something being just like rich dudes who don't want to get their hands dirty. And I think you know that, what I mean?
3: <laughs> no, and I, honestly, I think that's kind of the preconceived vision I had in my head of him. You know, especially knowing the actor that was casted and everything else, I just mm-hmm. kind of just expected like a nerdy type dude, not this futuristic, again, you know, half man, half robot or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Um, being, you know, being there and you're just like, all right, that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm into it. It's different and different is good at this point. Yeah. You know, I, I want there's so many unique things to explore within the DC Comics universe. I want them to keep exploring as much as they can bring in as many different characters as you can all the time and then start bringing back some old ones from time to time. You know, like there's, there's such a big universe for them.
3: Yeah. Rotate them through.
2: Yeah. So I'm into it and I like that. It's not what we're used to. We're used to some intimidating, like Kingpin style, rich dude with lots of power. Yeah. Telling other people what to do. And this is, going to it's going to be a different situation and they're going to have to handle it differently which is going to be nice to see the team work through that because this guy first of all he's from the future of course he is how
3: do you fight the future
2: how do you fight the future but i mean he dealt with that sort of uh, topic at least with reverse flash and stuff and zoom you know that that's just an overreaching theme of the show is you know
3: But see, the whole thing is, like, how do you fight the future without time traveling?
2: Yeah.
3: Because, uh, you know, we kind of... uh, That's always been one of the things... How do you fight
2: the future without destroying it?
3: Yeah. You know, we've got the Legends of Tomorrow issues here. Yeah. You kill the butterfly today, (laughs) well, that affects something out down the road.
2: You kill a butterfly today, you're going to have a T-Rex in Los Angeles in 2017.
3: (laughs) Don't don't mess with the bugs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Overall, though, this was... This was a solid premiere. You know, it, it got to everything that we needed to know. It covered the bases of all the different characters that we needed to check in on. Um, it didn't feel choppy. It didn't feel rushed or messy. It was a quick little intro. And, and the way they handled the reveal of the big bad was so good because they kind of gave us a villain of the week sort of thing. But it's not actually a villain we need to spend time thinking about or worrying about because he's controlled by the big bad. Yeah. And he's just a robot. And we're probably going to see more of him later on or more of that, you know, type of samurai robot.
3: Or just him creating these things. Right. And, you know, or taking control, let's say, even if he finds some kind of mind control type thing to take over some of these people we've announced that are going to come on the show.
2: Kilgore, you know, can control different hosts and things. So I wonder how that's going to play into or if it's going to play into at all what the thinker has going on in his own robots and stuff. Yeah. So that's something to speculate about, I guess. Yeah,
3: I could see him or it, even if the team traps him. That's how they can get back to the thinker if he's plugged in.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. There's so many Episode 1 is a hard place to speculate.
3: Yeah, but it, it's fun to have these questions of what are they going to do, not like why did they do that.
2: Yeah. You know, that's, the, the that's what true.
3: questions are a lot better for us.
2: Yeah. It's a positive place to leave off with. Yes. Um honestly, I I liked I liked this episode. I liked how the visuals were done. I liked how it was shot. I liked, um, I liked how each of the characters were. I liked how they all acted. The lines that were written for them. Overall, solid season premiere, man.
3: Yeah, it was probably up there, maybe the top premiere for me out of the four.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm,
3: I'm trying to think, but yeah, I think this would be one of the top, like top yeah. premiere. I mean I liked Legends and Supergirl was weird for me. Arrow I will talk about
1: after Arrow we'll
3: talk about after this. But I, I really believe that Flash was solid and again maybe my expectations were just lowered after like kind of the we, shenanigans from last we season. We were kind
2: of bummed out about last season so. um, in multiple points throughout the season so yeah it was nice to come back with just a solid episode that gave you a little bit of info that you wanted and needed but also left you with questions of like ooh what's that? what wait, how are we going to do this? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the rest of it. I'm looking forward to this season of Flash, and I hope that they have learned from some of the downfalls of last season. Yeah.
3: So far, recovery is looking well.
2: We're on the up and up. So that's it for today's DC on CW, the Flash Edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rainman digital app. And be sure to follow us on social medias. We've got Twitter at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW. And Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And we will catch you next time. Stay tuned for some arrows.
0: Not in the mood for chit-chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are.